Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. And the topic is the common phrase. Uh, sometimes, I know sometimes there's no goals, but acceptance. Our basic recovery concept that never loses its power to work miracles is this concept called acceptance. We do not achieve acceptance in a moment. We often have to work through a mirage of feelings, sometimes anger, outrage, shame, self-pity, or sadness. But if acceptance is our goal, we will achieve it. You know, it's already less than a minute in this podcast. And just a reminder of what recovery has given for me. And, you know, it just, there's a lot of like, just accept it or just be grateful. And this part about a mirage of feelings, anger, you know, outrage, shame, self-pity, and sadness, you know, and, you know, to, for me to get to acceptance, a lot of it has had to do with anger, crying, and laughter, um, which is counter to a lot of what this self-help stuff is, because self-help is not really necessarily self-acceptance, which I didn't really realize was what I was actually looking for. Back to the reading. What is more freeing than to laugh at our weaknesses, see? And to be grateful for our strengths. Never own my strengths. I think some of these strengths inventories, um, you know, I remember saying like, what things do you like about yourself? And I started thinking about writing things that other people complimented me on and maybe writing those things down, you know, and to make those as kind of, not necessarily affirmations, but like reaffirming thoughts. So I guess that's affirmations. Back to the reading. To know the entire package called us with all our feelings, thoughts, tendencies, and history is worthy of acceptance and brings healing feelings. To accept our circumstances is another miraculous cure. For anything to change or anyone to change, we must first accept others, the circumstances, and ourselves exactly as they are. Then we need to take it one step further. We need to become grateful for our circumstances or ourselves. Yeah. I wouldn't say this is necessarily all the time, you know, if I, when I'm in the throes of grief work, but then when I, you know, read this, it gives me an opportunity to reflect back to the reading. We add a touch of faith by saying, I know this is exactly the way it's supposed to be for the moment. No matter how complicated we get, the basics never lose their power to restore us to sanity. Today, God helped me practice the concept of acceptance in my life, help me accept others, my circumstances, and myself. Take me one step further and help me feel grateful. Yeah, I think like uh, recovery literature and, you know, Buddhist literature has been vital and central in my recovery. And one I'm doing quite a bit of and one I need, I want to do, choose to do, right? More of. Probably could start with some of Jack Cornfield's books. Back to the reading. That concludes that reading. The next topic, also Melody's Babies, The Language of Letting Go. The topic is detachment. Oh, seems like uh, some good topics today. The concept of letting go can be confusing to many of us. When, when are we doing too much or trying too hard to control people and outcomes? When are we doing too little? When is what we're doing an appropriate part of taking care of ourselves? What is our responsibility and what isn't? These issues can challenge us whether we've been in recovery 10 days or 10 years. Yeah, detachment and discernment. And, you know, I think I've heard this detachment with love, you know, versus detachment with hatred. Back to the reason. And I, I think I, I've been looking into this concept of concentral circles. Uh, you know, and a lot of what recovery has done is clarity, not just serenity or sanity or pockets of it, but pockets of clarity. And just realizing how much vagueness was, you know, 
negatively affecting my life, even though I thought that was a tool that kept me safe. Back to, and it really gave me insight into saying why, you know, visualizing is such a dip, difficult issue for me. I, yeah, I think it's how Elrod maybe um, talks about savor, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scrolling. I love to write, love to exercise. Uh, silence, you know, that's kind of meditation, but affirmations and visualizations have been issues. But, you know, progress, not perfection, is definitely happening um, in recovery. Back to the reading. These issues can challenge us whether we've been in recovery 10 days or 10 years. Sometimes we may let go so much that we neglect responsibility to others or ourselves, right? Isolation. Other times we may cross the line from taking care of ourselves to controlling others and outcomes. There's no rule book, but we don't have to make ourselves crazy. We don't have to be so afraid. We don't have to do recovery perfectly. If it feels like we need to do a particular action, we can do it. If no action feels timely or inspired, don't act on it. Having and setting healthy limits, healthy boundaries, isn't a tidy process. We can give ourselves permission to experiment, to make mistakes, to learn, to grow. We can talk to people, ask questions, and question ourselves. If there's something we need to do or learn, it will become apparent. Lessons don't go away. If we're not taking care of ourselves enough, we'll see that. If we're being too controlling, we'll grow to understand that too. Things will work out. The way will become clear. Today, I will take actions that are prayer appropriate. I will let go of the rest. I will strive for the balance between self-responsibility, responsibility to others, and letting go. And now we move on to ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, the topic of family roles. We're making a statement that we will no longer be loyal to denial and dysfunctional family roles, right? No longer need to be the hero child or the lost child. And family roles don't just apply in the family. No longer need to be the lost child or the mascot, you know, when it comes to friendships. It can just be your true self and, you know, the promise gradually with our higher power and ACA support groups help. We can expect the best and get it. Back to the reading. We each grew up playing a role in our families. Hero, scapegoat, mascot, or lost child. Our role may have been related to birth order or perhaps to how we innately reacted to our situation. If we had several siblings, we probably shared these roles. If we were from a small family or were an only child, we may have had to play multiple roles. Each role carried certain expectations. Even if the role appeared positive to the outside world, like the hero, like the workaholic is celebrated in this society. It likely turned into a negative as we attempted to wear it while navigating through our adult years. And, you know, I didn't realize, but running from my true self. Back to the reading. ACA helps us to learn how to shed these shackling roles. We begin to set limits. We act in healthier, unexpected ways around our dysfunctional family of origin. We choose to no longer react to events that once set us emotionally spinning out of control. The process is not easy and may take time. Yet through it all, we learn to live life on our terms. When we're successful, we release fear, chaos, control, and rigidity from our lives. We find new freedom, which is an amazing reward. On this day, I release the role assigned to me in childhood. I embrace my new role, recovering adult child. And the final topic, also a great subject, the topic is service. The sincere adult child working on an ACA program of meeting attendance and selfless service, service out of love rather than service out of fear and codependence, which was something in the childhood, gets results with step seven. Back to the reading. The sincere adult child working on an ACA program of meeting attendance and selfless service 
Get to results with step seven. This is the sure path when we struggle with a troublesome shortcoming. How can giving service and attending meetings produce results? In giving selfless service, we must be able to manage our inner critical parents' dominating and controlling nature. Yes, dominating, I think, with the alcoholic and controlling, actually with both the alcoholic and codependent. As a result of working the steps, we find that we are no longer as angry or scared to allow life to unfold as it will. Definitely. Wow. I don't even notice what the steps have done. Here lies the best answer to what has ailed us, especially when I get in the, you know, that shame uh, spiral. Back to the reading. Here lies the best answer to what has ailed us. The steps. When work with a fellow traveler, help us gain peace of mind and a sense of calm that allow us to feel alive. The, this realization is exhilarating. Our joy can overflow. And we realize that this is a very valuable and healthy experience for us. While some of our shortcomings may still have a hold on us, we know that our path to wholeness is clearly marked and attainable. On our journey, we share our newfound sense of purpose with others in the program. With gratitude, we are able to share how the program has transformed us into vibrant human beings engaged in a life-giving program. On this day, I will continue to work on my defects of character and shortcomings and share my personal progress and the results I have received with those who will hear me. And that concludes today's powerful readings of Recovering My Inner Child. Till next time, this is Kuan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that's where God is, to love myself and to realize that there is no healing without feeling.